Before you start listening to this new episode on the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, I wanted to make a very special announcement. This is the week, the three-part video series on creating your personal success formula is out. Make sure to register. There's still time to register. Register for the event. Watch the videos. Part one gets released on May 9th, part two on May 11th, and part three on May 13th. And you will find it very beneficial if you are ready to create your vibrant life. These videos will be taken down, so make sure to watch them, take notes, fill out the PDFs. And also, there's a very special Q&A session that's going to happen very soon, so stay tuned All of this is in the show notes, and I will see you in the episode. In this episode, we're going to be focusing on how mastery will lead to better performance. This is part one of two episodes, so stay tuned. I'm looking forward to sharing more with you on mastery and performance. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. Hello, visionaries. How are you all today? Pardon my voice. Something happened to my voice. Anyways, uh, today what we're going to be talking about is mastery and performance, but this is part one of two. In this episode, what you're going to discover is the importance of mastery. What is mastery? Its relationship to performance and what exactly do you master? And in the following episode, what you're going to learn is the steps to mastery. This is a very, 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 in my opinion, a very important topic to talk about, especially if you are looking to increase your performance or you're here, you're looking to get ahead in life. If you're looking to do anything beyond where you are at. This is why this topic is so important on mastery. You know, I want to start with, 
First of all, what is mastery? Mastery, according to a definition, is the special state of mind in which the skills run almost entirely within the unconscious. Mastery is a special state of mind in which the skills run almost entirely within the unconscious. See, the two biggest examples I can give you that you have already mastered, well, at least one skill that I know that you have mastered if you're listening to this episode is walking. And I meant, I said two skills because most people ride bikes, riding and walking, and you can even include swimming are some of the examples of how these skills become so unconscious that it is, you've mastered it. And I'm again, obviously I'm starting with physical skills. Right. Have you ever watched babies from when they are ready to stop crawling to start walking? There's that phase where they're standing and they're taking these very, very wobbly steps. Have you seen babies, how often they fall down? Right. There is so much effort that goes into it. The baby's not even aware that just, it just keeps falling. The baby keeps falling, keeps getting up, falling, getting up, falling, getting up. And then one day you're off and walking and you're walking for the rest of your life. You never once think at this point, I'm assuming that you don't get up and say, Oh, how do I walk? Do I put one foot? Which foot do I put first? How do I do this next step? How do I stand upright? And that's the same with riding a bike. You know, have, have, you, have you ever had an experience where you haven't ridden a bike in a long, long, long time, and then you get back on the bike? Within seconds, you're off. Like there's no thought put into it. There's no like, oh, I first have to balance and then I have to put my the first pedal, I have to press it down and that there's no such thing, right? It is so unconscious and it is a lifetime skill that you're not even thinking about it. And this, why, why am I talking about these things right now? The reason I'm bringing this up and, and I'm going to relate it to, we're going to talk about what exactly you have to master as well. But the first thing is I want you to see what is mastery and how mastery literally happens. In the next episode, you're going to be discovering the steps to mastery. But in this episode, we're primarily going to focus on, on, on the importance of mastery and why is it important? What is its relationship to performance? Okay, right. I want to give you a quote by Aristotle. He says, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And the reason 
again, if you notice with the walking, the biking, and even the swimming, right? It is it is a habit that you, when you repeat the act over and over and over and over and over again, it becomes a habit, and then it becomes mastery. You've mastered it. So what is the relationship between mastery and performance? Think about a high performer. Okay, I'm thinking about anybody like an athlete, like um, someone that you admire in your industry that you look up to, who's like a very top high performer. What are some of the qualities you see in them? The one quality that I will guarantee that you see in high performers is confidence. And confidence, at least on the outside, you will see them confident. Maybe they have doubts and these things, most people have doubts, but you overcome these doubts. But one thing you will see in common with high performers is confidence. Now, how do you build confidence? Okay, you build confidence by, are you ready? I was pausing because I wanted you to really take that in. You build confidence when you, when you master something. When you feel like a master in something, then it boosts your confidence. Think about cooking, right? Cooking too. Like if you see a master chef or even in your own home, like I don't think I'm a master chef, but I think I make pretty tasty food in general. And I am not thinking when I'm cooking. I'm just like putting things in. There was a friend once who was watching me cook and she's like, you know, and obviously I I use a lot of Indian spices and all that. And she's like, wow, it's like you're it's watching you cook is like um, like art. I'm like, what do you mean? She says, you cook like you just put, you throw this one in and then you throw that spice in and then you throw this one in and then you throw that ingredient in and then suddenly the whole meal is ready. And then she, it was a really funny conversation with her because then she asked me like, okay, how much ingredients? Like she asked me for measurements of what I put into the dish. And I was like a handful of this, a pinch of that, a teaspoon of that. <laughs> and she was cracking up because she's like, uh, that is that she was not a cook. She was not, she, she didn't like cooking. She wouldn't cook. And for someone who's not proficient with cooking, the kind of, if I told, if I told that person, like just a handful of this and then a pinch of that and a, and a, and a, and a teaspoon of that, or a pinch of this, they're going to literally be like, I can't cook. And that's me with baking. I'm like, I cannot bake for the life of me because I do not like measuring anything. I'm just like, just throw everything in. Even my mom, like she, when she's, when she sometimes she'll be like, oh, um, how much rice did you soak? I'm like, I don't know. I just put it in and I put the water and she's like, you didn't measure it. I'm like, no, I don't measure things. I just don't. I don't like measuring things. So Again, right? Like when you you become confident with something when you master something. To me, I've mastered cooking because it's a no-brainer for me, right? I do it unconsciously. That's what I was bringing all these examples in for you to see. I wanted to apply this to your own life. You master something, you feel confident. And when you feel confident, 
Confidence leads to competence. Competence. When you feel competent, then you're bound to excel. Let me repeat that. This is important, very, very important to performance. When you master something, you become confident. Confidence leads to competence. When you feel competent, you're bound to excel, which means automatically your performance increases. This is vital, right? Now, you can apply this to everything, whether it's your career, whether you're mastering a new skill, whether you're learning something new. This is the formula that is going to help you create higher performance. And you can do this even with your teams. Now that we have established why mastery is important and what does it mean to master something and also how mastery relates to performance, I am going to, now we're going to talk about what do you focus on mastering? Like, what are, we, what are you focusing on? Like, you'd still need a focus to master something. So what exactly need you, do you need to be focusing? Do you need to be mastering? And in the next episode, we're going to talk about the three steps to mastery. All right. So what do you need to master? That is a question, my dear visionary, that only you can answer. Not a trick, not a trick statement, but it is really true. This is a question only you can answer. But however, I'm going to give you some pointers. I want you to think about the bigger vision. You know, there's a reason I call you a visionary because I know you have a bigger vision in mind. So what is your big vision? Now, with your big vision, I want you to, again, look at different aspects of your life. Health, wealth, relationship, personal growth, spirituality, parenting, anything that you, that is important, oh my God, I can't speak, anything that is important to you. And the reason I like dividing up into different categories is because to me, in my mind, this is how I organize things in my head. It helps things. It helps me look at different aspects of my life and see where am I at? Where do I want to go? Am I in alignment with where I want to be? Do I need to do do I need what do I need to do to bridge that gap between where I am and where I want to be? It gives me a sense of knowing and understanding what needs to happen next. You can do whatever you feels right to you, but I want you to look at different categories and pick one area that you want to master. Really, really important because find one area. Not five, not four, not two, one. Because it starts with one. Our brain generally can handle just one thing at a time. So when you focus on mastering one thing, that will then lead to the next and then the next and then the next. 
You know, I was talking to a client the other day, and this, I'm going to use this as an example, okay? Money. Money. So she had a lot of money stories, a lot of money negative um, relationship with money, and there was a lot of money stories that we were unpacking. And with her, we focused on mastering money. Now, what does that even mean, mastering money? See, mastering money, I'm going to break it down to you just as an example to give you some ideas to sit with because you're the one who's going to decide where you want to focus your mastery on, okay? So just to give you an example with mastering money, it is mastering your relationship with money. And what is your relationship with money? Your relationship with money is nothing but your relationship with yourself, so we, what we did was we said, okay, if you, what is your relationship with money? So if money were a person, how would, what kind of relationship do you want to have with money? This is where I started with her. She said that she wants to trust money. She wants to value money. So then we created a framework of her living from a place of trust and valuing what she has and that was the beginning phase of, of, of the relationship with money. So mastering money would look something like this, creating a new money story without lack, without scarcity, like it's more focused on abundance and focused on, on money flowing in, valuing money, which means that valuing who she is, which means then money allowing money to flow in, tracking money, which is also valuing money, right? And then creating a new framework for how she wants to approach money going forward. Now, the goal was for her to live from that place every day, every doing this work every minute, right? Whenever the, the negative thoughts arose, okay, how do you shift those negative thoughts to a more empowering story that she could live from. I think you get the point, right? And so then embodying that relationship with money every step of the way. This, you get to do this for whatever area in your life that you're working on, whether it's a relationship, whether it is your health, whether it is spirituality, whether it's personal growth. I did this. I worked on my anxiety and my worry thoughts. I mastered it by doing the same thing. So that is me mastering personal growth, right? Now, mastery doesn't mean that you will stop growing. At some point, again, like you will hit a level and then you're going to have to up-level to the next level from that place. But it is about picking a goal and, and reaching that goal and completely mastering it. Athletes are great examples of that. Like you have to master your, your whatever your, your game is, right? And in, again, you have to master your trade, like with my business or with the work that I do with coaching, I'm always growing and developing. I have my own coaches. I, I, I 
invest in personal development programs, right? This is me mastering it. I reach the next level and then I master it some more, right? So I did this for many, many, many years with when it came to changing my thought patterns. And you can do this with anything in your life. The bottom line is, I'm talking to you, listener, <laughs> the point of these podcasts is not to just take, listen, I want you to take actions. I want you to pause this episode and make a list of the categories and look at what you want to master. Now make a list and if you picked one category, what does mastering that even look like and feel like to you? I want you to write all of those things down because you've heard me say this before, aligned actions equals to powerful results. Without taking actions, you cannot get results. So it's very, very, very important. So please stop the episode, create what you want to master, and then come back and listen. And I want you to, I'm inviting you to take an action now. Okay. Now narrow it down. Like I showed you in the example, it could be anything you it could might, it might be advancing in your career and you need this particular skill set. So work on at least creating a plan for mastering that, write everything down. Because when you write it down, it solidifies in your brain about what is the next step you have to take. Like I said before, you can do this with your thoughts. I did that with my thoughts because my thoughts were holding me back. My negative thinking or my worry thoughts were holding me back. So I did that with my thinking. Mental mastery is so important, right? You can do this with spirituality. That's what I'm working on right now. Personally, that's my focus. It's like mastering the next level of evolution for me in spirituality. Now we'll go over the next, the, the steps to mastery in the next episode. But this step is so crucial because unless you have a vision of what you're trying to master, you can't get to the next level. These steps of mastery will fall on deaf ears. So I really, really invite you to focus on master, on, on finding that one category, writing this all out. What does that look like to master it? Then come back and listen to the next episode on this three steps to mastery. I am so excited you're here. If you have any questions, make sure to reach out to me. And if you found value in these episodes, please share this with your tribe, with your friends and family, because the more people who can listen to this, the more uplifting it is going to be for them. And together we can really raise the vibration of the planet. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode on the three steps to mastery. You take care. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. 
Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.